You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Department of Social Development will today commemorate World NGO Day, honoring non-governmental organizations, non-profit organizations, and community-based organizations for their essential services in addressing social issues and poverty eradication. Joining us on the line is the Department of Social Development's NPO Chief Director, Paul Nkitama. Can you elaborate on the significance of World NGO Day and its role in recognizing the contributions of these NGOs, NPOs, and CBOs in addressing social issues? Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'd just like to start by stating that um, historically we do know that the NGOs in South Africa specifically played a very huge role in, in participating and actually leading us to our current democracy. So in this new dispensation, um, the democratic South Africa, uh, we still believe that the NPOs play a highly, highly, highly uh, vital role in in achieving some of the developmental goals. This year's theme for the NGO team specifically says that uh, we are building a sustainable future the role of NGOs and POs in achieving the sustainable development goals. So partnering with the NGOs is it's something that is a very of a critical strategic objective. We cannot um, underplay the significant role that NGO plays in dealing with social ills of our country, where governments cannot reach and where citizens are not even able to pay for such services. NGOs always keep in. NGOs are there to assist. We have seen during the COVID time how NGOs played a huge role in assisting our our people. So, with this year's celebration of 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 NGO Day, we commemorate, but we also acknowledge their role. The people who have actually uh, forsaken some of the things that they would want to do, but they are playing a huge role and they are also making sure that they are assisting our people. So today we are celebrating the NGOs. We are saying uh, as government is important, we acknowledge, and in the same token, we understand the challenges that NPOs are actually uh, facing when it comes to finances, when it comes to resources, and government is actually working with NPOs to ensure that in achieving these goals, we are supporting NGOs in whatever means is possible uh, that we can assist them. Now, you, uh, say, you do say that they play a huge role, but what specific initiatives or programs is the Social Development Department undertaking to empower and enhance the capacity of the uh, civil society section in line with your mandate? So, as you are aware that Social development is, is about ha- assisting the vulnerable. And also social development is a regulator of NPOs. So this is a dual role that we are uh, working on uh, as social development. In assisting the vulnerable, that arm of, of, of the leg, the, the social development is actually funding NPOs. Currently, we are funding NPOs um, 
more than, I think it's about 10 billion, 8 billion, that is being distributed to support the NPOs, not only in the monetary form, but also in capacity building, uh, enhancing their skills, doing the workshops, making them understand how to keep the money, how to run organizations, because it's not only about utilizing the money, but it's also about using certain skills, project management, you know, all those type of things. So social development is assisting NPOs in that regard. In the arm of um, regulating the NPOs, we are also assisting NPOs to understand the legislative, uh, the, the, the role of the law in understanding what laws actually are, 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 they are supposed to be complying with as NGOs. If, if they work in the spaces of children, what are the laws saying when it comes to children and understanding the laws governing the children? But also within the NGOs themselves, we do have issues of governance. How do they understand the governance? How do they ensure that there is accountability and transparency? Because NGOs actually depend on public funding. Therefore, anyone who invests their money, whether it's individuals, philanthropies, or the, the, the social uh, corporate investment, they have to have that confidence that the money they invest in, in addressing the social ills will actually go for good because these are organizations that are established for public good. So we have to maintain that standard of good governance and ensure that there is public confidence in whoever wants to participate or whoever wants to invest their money or their time in, in, in such initiatives. So on those two legs, we are assisting NPOs um, as much as we can within the, the confines of the law, of course, and ensuring that NGOs comply with the law and they would be able to attract more funding, attract more resources, and, and linking them with other organizations that would have the same vision uh, and work together because we believe that uh, once there is more collaboration, there's more uh, uh, collaborative effort, there would be higher impact. So social development is actually assisting NGOs, NPOs in that space. Um, now, the, the 8 to 10 billion rand that you're referring to, it's a lot of money, but there is a mm. number of registered NPOs in the country, 270,000, mm. we understand, uh, 313 to be, cor- uh, to, to be uh, exact. But So how do you allocate that 8 to 10 billion rand in financial support and, uh, and distribute that among them? It's a very difficult task to do because there is so much NPOs and there is so much money and resources that is available. But the priorities, remember we do have priorities of the country in terms of social development priorities is on children, vulnerable children, is on women, is on people with disabilities, is on youth. So the allocation would specifically focus on ensuring that those that are vulnerable get assistance as much as possible. So the programs that DSG would fund would be basically aligned to the mandate of social development of dealing with the vulnerable. However, what we do also is to partner with a private organization of the same interest. We actually go out and make sure that if they have to support NPOs, these are the priority areas that they can uh, um, assist NPOs with. We do participate with other funders, with other um, social investment corporate uh, organizations, 
to assist the NPOs where social development cannot reach. Uh, the cake cannot afford everybody, so mm. we try as much as we can. Hence, part of our capacity building is to assist NPOs to be able to mobilize resources wherever they can mobilize resources on their own, but we support them to be able to do that because if we have to find everybody, there is not enough money. Uh, we understand um, the economic condition of our country currently, but wherever we can, we are able to assist. Uh, but you would always find there are people that want to exploit a situation, and then they establish these NGOs for personal and nefarious means. What is being done uh, to make sure uh, that that does not happen? What checks and balances are in place to curb such, uh, such as we've seen with the Lottery Commission? Mm-hmm. So what we have begun to uh, to do now, and, and you would be aware that we have amended the NPO Act uh, in line with the GLLA uh, after the the, the, the grey listing of, of South Africa. Mm. One of the legislations that was uh, actually amended is NPO Act. There were some strengthened conditions that are, are, are put there. For example, one of the key things that we are doing now is to actually ensure that uh, those organizations that are established do actually are there. So what we have begun to do now is to do the, the whole uh, database checking and verification of NPOs that are uh, on our database, make sure that whoever says exists does actually exist. So that's one of the background work that we are doing currently to ensure that if money or if anybody say I want to fund this NPO, we are 100% confident that that NPO exists and there are people that are running it, but most importantly, there are beneficiaries that are existing that are being assisted. That is one part. The second part, we have actually strengthened our monitoring, uh, 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 monitoring measures. So one of the key things that we are going to be doing is to ensure that when NPOs report, remember one of the key um, requirements is that once you are registered every year, you have to make sure that you submit your financial report and your narrative report. So in the background, what we have begun to do, uh, and this is lessons that we've learned from what happens uh, on Lotto, and the, the new laws that are that are actually uh, being implemented to make sure that the, all the narratives, all the finances that have been submitted actually are a true reflection of what is happening. So there are measures and, and ways and tools that uh, we will be implementing to make sure that anything and everything that is being submitted to us can be verified, is verifiable, and actually can be shared with other uh, NPO regulators that are in the country. We are not the only one. We've got SARS, we've got other NPO regulators where we share because we serve the same interests, we serve the same uh, uh, beneficiaries or customers or clients, if you like. So we make sure that all the information that we have can actually be distributed across anyone who um, has the same interest and would want the same information uh, as it were. As it. Doctor, I thank you so much for your time and all the best of luck. Thank you so much. And thanks to And that was the Department of Social Development's NPO Chief Director, Mpo Ntitama. 
you can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.